Hello, hello world. Yes, yes, yes. It's the weekend, y'all. And the Underground Sports Kings are here. What's happening, world? UGSK is in the building. The Wolster is here. Rose Mo. What's happening, what's happening, what's happening, world? Man, you know what it is. You know what it is, the Underground Sports Kings. We definitely here to do our thing. And look, we are here on Anchor, amongst other platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, whatever you like, whatever you prefer. You can find UGSK there. Just search for us, Underground Sports Kings. Also, follow us, man, on Instagram, Underground Sports Kings. You can find me on Facebook, Dwayne Sutton. And you can find me on Facebook, Rose Mo. You can find me on Instagram, Rose Mo. Or you can contact me through the Underground Sports King. Let's get it. And we on Twitter. All that. With that. All that. Ain't running from nobody. Nobody. So you know what it is, man. Uh, we here with a special show, and we also got special guests. That's right. One, two, three, four of us is in the building. Kels is back. What up, y'all? I'm back. How y'all doing, man? Just make sure y'all follow me, man. I'm Michael I Am Artistic Kelly on Facebook. Michael Ten Toes Down Kelly on Instagram. Holla at me. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, don't think I forgot. DT is in the building. What up, baby? <clears throat> Hello, ITZ, I'm back. What's happening? What's going on, man? That's Doing right. it like the old days. That's right. Yeah, we got one third of ITZ, so actually let's make two thirds of ITZ in the building. You know what it is. UGSK is going down, and this week's episode, we are talking the last dance. It's finna get spicy. Yeah, uh, as people don't say, Jordan them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's so rude. Okay, that's so rude. But we literally watched the whole thing get advertised. Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, I can throw Pip name. They give him a mistake. Yeah, he he deserved Jordan Pimpinel. Yeah, Michael Jordan and the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, Michael Jackson and the Jackson Cowboys. What about Tito? You know, it's only four of them now, right? Like I just took him out. It's only four of them. <laughs> like no, nah, but Mike and the other folks. So no, we uh we all watched watched and witnessed the world stood still. By the way, man. this was ESPN's most watched sports show ever. Had to be, had to be most anticipated. Well. Like like six point five million. It's the goat, man. Stop the world, bro. I know we in a pandemic. Y'all make sure you're washing your hands, you're behind, and all that though. Keep your hands to yourself. Stop taking all the babies out. You don't need to take all six of your kids out. I promise. Look. Uh, but with that being said, the world stopped, and we all sat and we watched. Did you get your popcorn? You was well. I I was watching. I was parting hair. You was you part- know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was parting hair. You so hey, hey, everybody, if you need your hair parted, <laughs> holla at me, Rose Mo. I will part that hair for you. I'm parting hair, looking at the TV like ain't no way he did that. Greaser scalps. Greaser scalps. Hey, 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 man, when you get engaged, you're going to have to do it, too. But we'll leave that. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother segment. Look, man. Look. Uh, that's a very true thing. You know, being a husband is a, yeah, you are everything. You are not just a husband. You are everything. Everything. You know what? Everything. Everything. We going to put a pin on that part. We going to save that for I am woe. Yeah, we going to have some husband talk. Please believe we going to get that. But listen here. Back to the last dance. Um... I want to start somewhere that, you know, it was a hot button topic everywhere. 
We're going to start with the two Jerry's. That was Jerry Krause and that's the general manager and Jerry Ryan's door. So, Mike, I want to kick it off to you first, bro. After seeing the first two episodes, man, what were your what was your opinion of Jerry Reinsdorf and Jerry Krause? Uh, you know, it's 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 crazy, right? Like Krause is pretty much like the villain for the most part. He, and he's he's the face of everything going bad with why we didn't get to witness more championships in the Bulls. I want to pause you right there because the funniest thing I saw on Instagram was Everybody showed the, the, the half and half me. Oh, the top pick was the villain from Space Jam. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the bottom pick was Jerry Crowley. They made it bad. They actually and looked, they looked like just alike. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> round, rotund, wow. short guys who had the biggest ego out of all of them. Was snatching up the biggest players. You going to do what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that I saw that and all the, oh, the, the caption just read, it all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does. It kind of did. But anyway, back to you, man. Yeah, man. So, so Krause is is definitely the villain, but you know, every villain has a sidekick, just like superheroes got sidekicks. Yeah. Uh, and and it's not the not Jerry Reinsdorf, but as the owner, you have ultimate power. You got to control your organization. So at the end of the day, if you got a guy that's out of line or his vision a little off, it's your job to make sure you correct them. Or you get somebody new in to do a job better. That's what one would do. That's what's what one would think. I, I'm gonna hold you right there, DT. I want to hear from you, man. Jerry Krause, Jerry Reinsdorf. Now I know you know going in, nothing was really a surprise. But what was your view or perspective of them once you saw the doc? For the owner, it was for Reinsdorf. It was I get it. He made a he made a statement in that in the documentary where he says he told. A certain player, which I'm pretty sure we'll get to later, like, you know, you're selling yourself short on something. But once you've done this contract, don't come back to me looking for something because this is the contract. Is that is it wrong? Yes. Do I understand it? Yes. Because that's the business side of the whole sport. Now, in terms of Kraus, we all knew he was an idiot. Like, from, from the get-go, even before all of this started... Now, mind you, the man did a pretty decent job or did a, I guess you say he did a great job of putting the team together. However, my first question when when I watched this documentary was, how in the world does a man who looked like he ain't never played a sport in his life, how is he a scout for, for a baseball team and now deserve to be a general manager for a basketball team when he looked like he can't spell neither one of the two words. That right there immediately was red flag to me. Like, okay, that tells me I'm dealing with somebody who more than likely, even all through his life, just wanted to be in charge of something. I answer that one real quick for you. Uh, apparently he had a reputation, uh, you know, in a parental setting, mother, father, uh, Good cop, bad cop. Reinsdorf had the money. Wanted to be known as the good cop. I love all my people. Love all my employees. Love everybody. What you need, I got you. You finna sign a bad contract, I'm gonna give you a fair warning. You finna be stupid. But he wanted to be the good cop. But he needed somebody because he didn't like being the a-hole. Krause had the rep for that. You can be my bad cop. I already got you over here. Let me get you. Now, 
you can question whether or not you should have made him GM. You could have made him a consultant or something like that. But he wanted somebody to 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 be his bad cop to his good cop. But we're gonna pause there. Rose. Okay, so my my perspective is I feel like Reindorf was a was a yes man when he should have been an owner. He should have had more he should have had more input in what was going on with his team because it ultimately, one, he's the man with the money. Right. So when you win titles, you get money. So you you basically let somebody take money out your pocket because you want to be the good guy. And my thing about Kraus is I don't want to call him stupid, even though he is. But I don't want to call him stupid because he actually did his did what he was used to doing. He was a scout. Right. So his thing is seeing talent, bringing talent in, and looking for more talent to bring in. So he actually was doing what he's known for doing. My thing is, is why did Reindorf put him in a position where he had to maintain a team when that's not what he does? Like he, a scout is not a GM. A scout job is to find talent, bring talent in, groom talent to be good, notice when somebody's at the end of their ropes, and then bring in better talent to replace the, so the talent they have. He should have been more of a consultant scout yes. type instead of Yeah, he should have been the person that finds the talent. He shouldn't be the person that makes the decisions on what we're going to do because he's getting rid of people in their prime. The man said, I don't care if you win 82 games. Phil Jackson, you're gone. Yeah, that's it. the stupidest thing I've ever That's why he's stupid. Hold, hold <laughs> up. That's why he's stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That right there. <laughs> and that's why he, you know, he, he reminded us of the villain from Space Jam. Because it was like, dude, you really just seem like the most incompetent jerk to ever step foot in the basketball office or just really within the NBA. I don't know. My question is, was anybody telling him like, hey man, that's that's stupid. And that's the point. That's that stupid. Before, you, hey. before you'd be able to tell somebody that you have to have the a-hole gene or be willing to be the bad cop. And Jerry Ryan's uh, was really. Or, yeah, or you have to be in a superior position. Because you got to think about it. If, if, if you have no problem telling someone when they're wrong, do you really need somebody else to do that for you? But if you got, I mean, you got a person saying, I don't care if you lose, I don't care if you win 82 games, you're still gone. I don't think you got to be necessarily an a-hole to be like, hey, dog, that, that's dumb because we play 82 games. When so. you won five rings in seven <laughs> years, they like, hey, I don't care if you Okay, well, let me let me throw mine on it. What I see it is, I, I view this as Jerry Reinsdorf is actually making Jerry Krause out to be the scapegoat. Jerry Krause sucked. Don't get me wrong. I still there's a reason why anybody who knows me, I was I was raised a Chicago Bull fan. Mm-hmm. That was in us through and through. After the fifth championship, when you start seeing all the speculation that this was about to be a breakup coming, I have always liked Shaq. But then Shaq went to LA. I got my eye where Shaq is. Wait a minute. They done drafted Kobe. Something about this kid is different. But I got my eye on him. They got Eddie Jones and Van Exel. Mm-hmm. But I got my eye on him. As a Bulls fan, they won the sixth championship. Mm-hmm. 
And everybody knew it was going to be a domino effect. You have to bring back Phil. There was no way in hell he was going to bring back Phil, even if it meant losing Mike and losing Scotty and losing Dennis. And Mike told he him. He did not care. He was ready to blow the entire thing yeah. up. And at that point in time, I was so pissed off and done with Jerry Krause. I'm done. Done. Chicago Bulls, this and this, that. I'm done. I said, because I cannot believe you would really. It wasn't even about my personal thing, but like you really robbed the NBA of something magical. Of greatness. Like Russell has what? 11. Oh, yeah, he got all. He got, he got, we he never going to see anybody get that close. At all. Michael Jordan could have been the closest thing to that. Yeah. But you robbed us of that because of your ego. But I still don't think it's. I'm not going to 100% put all that on him because that man is not here to defend himself. He can't tell his side of the story, what he was seeing, what he was thinking. Or he can't tell you what Jerry uh, Reinsdorf was telling him in that office. Because in the end, that was his money. Mm -hmm. You can't spend somebody else's money for him without them telling you exactly what they want done. That's a good point. You yeah, I think all, all of this still comes down to... The reason why I say I don't think he's the, he's the scapegoat is really him is because... Mo was finna say it. That's probably that was probably the biggest statement made in the whole first two episodes. Jordan said, "I'm not playing for anybody else." His matter of fact, his key period. Was, I'm, he said, "I married myself to feel." So that was that was deep. For that me. means yeah. if nothing else, if I'm Jerry Krause, I know when I go to sleep at night, if I don't do nothing else, Bill Jackson better be on this sideline the next season. I can. I, Regardless of how everybody else fall, I know if Phil Jackson is there, I got Mike there. If Phil leave, now I'm I'm really in trouble because I know I cannot have one without the other. His biggest issue was with Phil. Everybody else's issue was with him because of his issue with Phil. That's true. His issue wasn't just Phil. <clears throat> that he was his not. biggest issue. He no. He did not like Michael because he didn't bring Michael in. He didn't have any. He had no claim to Jordan. Jordan was the biggest and best thing that ever happened to that franchise, and he didn't create it. He couldn't stand that. He hated that. And Jordan himself, because of, yeah, they took a chance, but the way everything started to work out, the Bulls. I mean, like, of course, they had to take him. That was stupid if they didn't. But they drafted him. But Jordan himself made his name, his brand, him, his likeness bigger than the damn organization. I'm just being honest. Oh, that's true. Well, he did. He that's did. true. And Jerry Cross, he hated it because he could not stake claim anywhere on that. He looked at him like all players were a piece of property. I can't put my stamp on this one man. And what that, when you, when you can't put your stamp on that one man. You can't control. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell that he had a little better than the uh, Napoleon complex. Mm -hmm. You can tell. You can tell that. You can oh, tell. Yeah. He was a little man surrounded by all these basketball players. They big. You know what I'm saying? They getting all the notoriety. But he feels. But he feels like he's the reason. Well, he blamed it on. You know, he his scapegoat was the organization. So he feels like players don't win championships. Organization win championships. Now he want to go back and do some that damage control. Baseball. Right. Damage could come on. No, that don't, that don't play no not at all. It no. don't work in no sport. No, like, I'm sorry. I, no, you said do it work in baseball. No, um, side note, I'm a Braves fan. No, 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 no. it don't. No, no, because we have a no. we, yeah, yeah, it don't. I don't care how, no, 
Is, where's our where's our organization? Where's our organization? Oh, great or the organization is cool. It's, it's, it was always been that one that one piece that coach with that. See, that's the issue. Got to remove him. Coach ain't player though. Hey, but you know what? You the one that put players. You put players in positions. Let's be real. Who as put a, him as in that or, position to make those decisions? As an organization, though, when you speak when you speak about organization, his his comment about organizations win championships. What he's trying to say is, oh, the GM got to do this. The owner got to do this. I need managers to do this. Coaches to do. Okay, look here. Let's let's be real. In terms of in terms of a organization, a GM, like you said, he didn't do anything to get Michael Jordan. He fell into that. He did mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. He fe- he he fell into that. So therefore, that's literally like somebody saying, "Here go a Ferrari. Please don't crash the car." And, and let me. Be okay, clear. that's all. That's all I got to do is not crash. Oh, it's a it's a lot of steps I can I can do before crash. Let me let me wipe some of the mud off of him real quick because I don't think good luck with that. If you wasn't paying attention, let me remind you, he did make the move to trade Oakley for Bill Cartwright, so he got him a center. He did draft Horace Green. He did draft uh well he made the trade for Scottie Pippen on draft night. Uh, he did draft well he made the trade to get Dennis Rodman there. He made a lot of moves to get the Bulls to become who they. He put pieces around Jordan. But so I will give him credit as a general manager. You did your job, but you did. But, but let me be let me be devil's advocate. He traded Jordan's best friend, so you trade to your, get him a center. We, but what I'm saying is, but you traded Jordan's protector. What if Jordan wasn't down with that, and he was like, man, I'm finna go where I'm finna go to New York with uh? With, well, that's oh. one thing Jordan didn't have to worry about. Jordan was he was loyal to the Bulls, true, and that's the part that. Crouch was always, I don't know, for some reason, worried about Was he about. loyal to the Bulls or was he loyal to Phil? Well, he was loyal. He was loyal to the Bulls before. Okay. Because Phil was an assistant even during the, uh, yeah, before the, the, the pre the pre championship eras. He was an assistant on that. He did make the trade for, you know, he traded Oakland. But we not finna act like he pulled a young Shaq over to the, to the Bulls. Like, dude, he, it was caught right. Like, at the end of his career, right? At the, yeah, it was, you know, it he was, was some, at the tail it was Somebody end. that was seven foot. Well, the league was different. Get you six you fouls. Get you I'm seven. Re- get you seven rebounds. Yeah, like six, eight, six, eight, eight, the league ran through big men. Then, so I'm not going to put Oakley that, out of, out against Lane Beer. I'm not going to put Oakley out there against Ewan. I'm not going to. But put later Oakley on, he there. did. But later on, you did put uh, Dennis Rodman out there against Shaq. Well, yeah, because yeah, Lou got that too, though. Yeah, Luke, Luke was always an actual that's, center okay, out there. That's what I'm saying. Like, so when you say when oh, he, he, he made the trade <laughs> to get this person for this person, okay, but this person, he's easily replaced. Like, you're not going to sit here and tell me, oh, well, Chicago don't win them three championships and they don't have Bill Cartwright. No, bull crap. I'm not saying that. No, he, you don't he know. did what he needed to do, though, to get everything to work. And what, the way and, he well, again, the, tra- the two, because again, the two you biggest have things you got he Horace did. Grant. You're not playing them together. The two biggest things he did was he gets Horace Grant, very big, big very big deal. He gets Scotty, very big deal. Right. And that first series of championships, two big deals, can't take that away from him. Great job. What Mo said earlier, that's that to me is your issue. If you're a scout and your job is to find talent and notice when talent is on his last leg, at no time in the, in the last three sets of them championships did you ever look at Jordan and be like, man, this could be it. Right, you, you couldn't. Have. No, you couldn't. You never looked at Pippen and said this could be it. You, you never. There was nobody on that team for real that you looked at and was like, 
man, I think he might be on his last leg. So I, he didn't do a good job with that part of it. Well, that's the part he was he was trying to. But uh, I'm gonna tell you, you what we gonna we gonna we gonna take a pause, take a quick commercial break. Underground, Underground Sports Kings again, DT, Kells, Rose, Mo. Well, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. Sip to the fridge. Bear. At this time, we're taking a break from the Underground Sports Kings show that I do hope you're enjoying to bring you other podcasts that you might be interested in. With that being said, this is a black media movement, so allow me to introduce to you Black with No Chaser podcast that is hosted by TK, Tyrus Kennedy. We also have the Shade and Shit Talking podcast hosted by TK himself as well. Next, we have the Unapologetic Experience hosted by Mr. Jarius Thomas. And Mr. Jarius Thomas and TK, they combine to make the culture sports. That's right, and occasionally if you pay attention and listen closely, occasionally the one and only Wolster might make an appearance. Oh, Lord, what they gonna do with it? And uh, finally, we have the I Am Wolf podcast. All shows are available on all major platforms. Make sure you continue to support the black media movement as we continue to support and bless you. Thank you. We love you. Yes, sir. We are back here at Underground Sports Kings. DT. Yes, sir. Kales. What up, what up? Rose Mo. The one with the flow. And the Wolster is still in the building. The Underground Sports Kings here on Anchor, amongst others platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Look, like I said, hit me. Just open your phone and hit podcast. We own it. We own it. So you can, it ain't going to find us. Underground Sports Kings. You know what it is. And uh, we're going to get back into this last dance because, you know, things... It's spicy. We couldn't really get too far. Jared Krause held up a, he held us up a good bit. So <laughs> <laughs> like he did here, right? Just holding people up. You know, God rest his soul, man. Look, I understand he's not here to defend himself. At the same time, what you did on this earth. If nothing else, people, today's lesson. While you here on this earth, make your time count. Because when you're gone, people still gonna talk about you. <laughs> All you got is your reputation after you're gone. And Make you don't sure. want to end up looking like the evil villain out of Space Jam. Just saying. And for the record, I just watched Space Jam <laughs> yesterday, too. <laughs> no lie. I was just watching it before I left the house. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so ironic. It's like we saw Jared Krause. I'm like, you know what? I walked by the TV. I want to watch Space Jam. Look up. So, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And uh, for those of us who are fans, we already know. 86. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. 86. 86. 86. All right, so 1986, we're going to hit straight into it. Uh, that was the year Michael Jordan broke his foot. What was it, third game of the season? Yep. Um, broke his foot and felt like he didn't say it directly, but the way things played out, it was like he kind of was missing out. Uh, once the bone itself healed, because it was actually in a place where they said the fracture itself never really healed, truly. Um, but they told him, you're 90% healed. He was like, Brian's going to say, what about that other 10%? He said, if you re-injure that foot, end up with that game. Jordan lost it. Went off, off, the, off the dome, just 
spazzed out. Ends up going back to North Carolina. Well, he had to go. He had to, for him to actually get back to the point where he was even healthy enough to be considered 90% healthy, he had to go back to North Carolina. Basically, move himself back, give himself proper treatment uh, to get himself together. Um, once he was back, they, he forced his way back. They said, well, look, we'll put him on a minute restriction. 14 minutes. 14 minutes for the entire game, seven minutes per half for joy. So, um, seven minutes per half, and he looked at coach and said, look, give me the most important seven minutes you can think of. That's it, period. When it came down to it, the Bulls, the Bulls suck. All right, so we already saw beginning where they just asked about the traveling cocaine circus. Uh, we're going to put a pin in that part, come back to it. But that's pretty much what the Bulls would describe without Michael Jordan. Um, but once he came, there was a chance that they could actually make the playoff off of 30 wins. Like, NBA just was bad back then. I need people to understand that. 32 wins to be exact. It was a lot of roughnecks. <laughs> Wasn't a lot of skilled people. Ain't too far from what the Eastern Conference has been looking like for the last few years. That's true. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> but the last 30 seconds of the game, Jordan has reached his 14th minute. Cross the toe coach. You play another second, you fire. Bulls win. They in the playoffs. Can I ask a question real oh, quick? For John Paxson, lucky <laughs> jumper. I got a question. Man, I don't even know how you got that up. Me, how me. many of us would have lost our job? Because I know how to like, oh, I'm, oh, hey. I think I'm going to lose my job because yeah. I'm not taking him out this game. <laughs> As a coach, I'm a coach now. I, Hindsight no, I, is 2020. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I said, they made the playoffs off of like with 30 wins. It's hard to sit here and say, I'm going to risk the franchise just to get in his last eight spot. <laughs> Face the Celtics and risk hey, the greatest player I've seen on this court thus far. Because just I, to get my thirty win team in the playoffs, I can know we ain't going. Because I can guarantee you, they was in the back of their mind. They was like, if we lose this game, and we in a we in a lotto. So we're gonna get a lottery pick. Next oh well, no, they they were doing that before he came. That's what they were mad at him about because they make the playoffs now. I think they would. They lost. Was it either set between the seventh or tenth spot? They were no like they were no longer eligible to be up in that those those top ten spots. But so they didn't they, like, they didn't like that. Yeah, now they my, didn't like that. Okay, now mind you, we all know they were playing the Celtics, right? But you have Michael Jordan on your team. That that is equivalent to Mike Tyson getting in his heyday getting beat up. But we know if he catch you one time, night night, that's it. Call call it quits. I have Michael Jordan. If I can get to the playoffs, there's a it's it's a possibility. Because I guarantee you, if there was a way to talk to any of them Celtics people right now, them Celtic players, not the not fans, them Celtic players, they will tell you, oh yeah, we knew it was good. But what that dude did in the first game, we but remember, Bird said it in the special. We were the, lucky to win the second not game. Not even the first game. The first game he had 49. The second yeah. game he had 51. No, hey, the third game now, he had 60. So, we, like, so, so again, you know Bird had to be thinking. 60. Here's what I want to do, though. Because I want to start with you, Kev. Uh, as somebody who's had to recover from the injury to get back on the court. Put yourself in Jordan's shoes. 90% chance you are fully healthy can go. There's also a 10% chance if you re-injure that foot, your career is done. I think it's unfair as a player, right? It's un- It's unfair... Because you got to understand, like, 
this is what you do. This is what you want to do. This is what drives you. This is this is your everything, right? right? And if there's a slither of any chance of you being able to do that, you will sacrifice it, right? The second year of your career? The, look, the thing about it is, you got people that look at the, the glass half full. You right. got people that look at it half empty. Like he said. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and Jordan is a, is a goer. So at the end of the day, you're not thinking about that 10%. If it was 50%, you still ain't thinking about the 50 Like, oh, I could get so hurt. He like, you like, carry double, double. like, if I could go, telling me there's a chance. I'm going to go. <laughs> if, if I can go, I can go. And don't get me wrong. Like, I understand it from, even from the organization. You want to preserve your asset. You know, I, t- take the truth. Like, 90-10, right? right? Is that 90-10 just for this season? Or is that every season going forward? Right. You know what I mean? So, if we dealing with that anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go right now. So, it's like basically, I'm going to have to live with that risk the rest of my career. Yeah. Um, you know, why wait? You know, I'm, I'm still young. I'm able to get out here and do what I can do. And I'm just going to be real with y'all. Jordan was just different, man. Yeah. He was a whole nother. And when they when they kept saying he wasn't from this earth, the whole, it wasn't just, I think what he said, he has the highest vertical recorded. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he has a, either a 48 or a 49 inch vertical recorded. I think it was, yeah, I think it was a 48 inch vertical. Um, that's ridiculous. It's one thing to get up there, but then to stay up there. Yeah, bro, I watched that man go up. It was a, it was Hang. a bum play. Hang, and he just went up at the free throw line. He had nowhere to go with this ball, but while he's up here, he looks this way, pump fakes, thinks about it, and then throws it up at at the uh, at the rim. Who has that much time to make? You have four options while you in the air, in the and air. you viewed all. That's like your quarterback. <laughs> We're going to need you two seconds to find four reads. <laughs> <laughs> How? I ain't even How, my Sway? How? I ain't even finished my drop step yet, bro. Like, this dude, it's not even fair, man. So he's he's jumping higher than everybody. But then when you start coming back down, he's looking like, Yeah, slow-mo. Well, yeah. Option C ain't really working for me. I, yeah. See, I, I don't throw this thing in the rim to see if I can get fouled. Yeah. Got see, fouled. what we got to understand is Jordan is a winner. Like right. Jordan want to win. Jordan don't want to just play the game to play the game. Man, I had a situation where I was at my senior year in high school. I had some colleges coming to look at me. I played baseball. Had a hairline fracture. They wanted me to sit out for six weeks. This right before the playoffs. And it's just a hairline fracture. So, of course, you're like, yeah, that's just a hairline fracture. This ain't nothing. So, I go, as soon as the boot come off, I'm right back at the gym working out. Doctor told me. Don't do that. You need to sit out these four or six weeks, then you have to rehab a little bit, then you'll be right. Playoffs finna start in a month. I need this boot off in a month. I'm right back at the Performance Sports Academy, taking uh, short tosses and working out, getting myself back in game shape form because I've been out for a month. Rebroke my ankle. Rebroke my ankle, and that was the end of it. The doctor told me if I break it again, I ain't gonna, I'm going to walk with a limp. And I, I, I was nowhere, and in my baseball career, I was nowhere near Jordan. So I know if I risked it, Jordan not even thinking about that. Jordan like, man, listen, I want to win, man. To be as great as he was and at the highest level, because it's not just your high school, yeah. college. Yeah. But you finally made it to the pros. To any, the pros. Still, like 30 wins, though. But any real, any real athlete. Any real athlete who loves what they do, 
if you're going and he he said this, if you're going to give me this option of 90% chance I'm good, 10% chance I'm not good, I'm going to take this 90. Because honestly, 10%, that's really minuscule. That's right, going to be an a-hole. Did you hear that, Kawhi? If they say you can play, you get out on the court and you play. Oh, no. It ain't just Kawhi. Run down that list. LBJ? Cramps. cramps. I got cramps. Okay. Well, yeah. guess what? Yeah, we're not gonna start yeah. Paul Pierce going off in the wheelchair. <laughs> hey, he came back though, <laughs> but, but the way he went out though, bro, yeah. it's, again, it's, the way he went it's everybody, it's, it's, it's athletes in general. I mean, you can go through you can go through all these sports, man. Baseball, Schilling walks out there with blood on his socks. Yeah. It's World Series, bro. Yeah. Ain't got time for yeah. possibilities. Yeah. I, I'm talking about right now. What's right. going on right now? Yeah. We can deal with tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, look, let, let me put a pin with that because I do want to get y'all opinion. I saw something on Facebook that I really feel like need to be addressed because apparently some of the guys who haven't seen Jordan play were watching a documentary and they felt like it's Jordan versus some old, slow white guys. The 86 Celtics, who actually went on to win the title that year. With four Hall of Famers. Now, all watched the documentary, right? We mm-hmm. all did, right? Yep. Did you see Dennis Johnson guard Jordan? Yes. Saw Larry Bird go? Yeah. Did you see Bill Walton cuss out Danny Ainge? Because he ended up having to guard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw Danny Ainge guard. We didn't listen to at least four people. I think pretty much everybody that had white, had white and green on guarding them if they got in the game. I'm pretty sure the coach was like, your shoes good? They tied up. Go, go guard. Go, 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 at least foul him. And that's the thing. Not only did you was at least everybody going, he was getting everybody in foul trouble. He got McKill in foul trouble. Like, he was getting everybody. No, he had DJ in foul trouble in the first. DJ had four fouls, like, in the first half. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying, man? Like, they was rotating bodies. And it wasn't just because you can't guard him, but nobody could guard him. But then he was like, I can't stay out here long enough because I'm going to foul this dude. He's too shifty. He's too quick. He's too athletic. But I want to get your opinion on those unathletic white dudes. Well, let me let me make one point. Just one 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 quick point. Do that. Are you really gonna say? Are you really gonna criticize Jordan for losing to four Hall of Famers on a year that he had a broke foot and came back at the end of the season? So that means he didn't play. None of the beginning of the season, none of the middle of the season, came back at the end of the season, got them into the playoffs for playing 14 minutes a game, and then he lose the four Hall of Famers, and you're going to criticize him for that? And when he, when he, and when he put up 50 every game. Come on, and man. Be so, realistic. It's more so of them not even criticizing him. It's them criticizing his competition. And, again, but that's the weekend. if you're going to – Catalog. Exactly. If you're gonna yep. if you're gonna criticize this man competition, let's put this man competition in perspective. Hall of Fame. What you just say, Mo? Hall of Fame. How many of them? Four. On four, the, four on the Boston team. But every time Jordan four won, a, every time Jordan won a championship, every team had two Hall of Famers I mean, to on the team to go out against. Now, mind you, this day and age, this day and age right now, in in, in terms of the NBA. If you were to, if we were to look it up right now, sixteen teams, sixteen teams in the playoffs. Playoffs started right now. How many times would LeBron line up against four Hall of Famers on the other team? Never. 
It Not even never the Golden State Warriors no. got four Hall of Fame. No team he plays against is going to be like, three. Oh, that's the three that's probably going that's to be. Th- and it's yeah. the potential. And right, it's the right. First, look, it's the first round. The first round. Come on, man. He played against four Hall of Famers. Four of them. And he torched them. Every single one of them. So much to where the great white hope, greatest, probably one of the best shooters of all time, says... That wasn't Jordan. That was God disguised as Jordan. Like in tennis shoes. <laughs> we ain't. I mean, the, what this man did in 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 those playoffs, and like Mo said, that's the that's probably the most important part. You come back and do not. You you get you get hurt. Don't play almost a whole season, and then when you do come back, you come back under minutes restrictions. I can tell you right Seven now. Minutes ahead. I can that's tell you right ridiculous. now. Anybody who has ever played a sport. Not just basketball, but has played a sport. Will tell you there's a difference between shape and game shape. Yep. You can go out there and run a mile in five minutes all you want to, but go out there and run up and down a court, however many times, have you ready to throw up your lungs? Because it's a difference. You got people laying on you. You got people hitting you. You got people pushing you. Yeah, you can run the mile. That's cool. You're you're in that type of shape, but you ain't in game shape. You ain't in basketball shape. Not only that, but anybody who's anybody who's played a sport knows you need to have rhythm. Yeah, like it's, it's all about rhythm. Up and down stuff. Like I'm out here. I'm trying to get my rhythm going, and you want to take me back out. I'm like I ain't took but a shot. And even or this time around, I didn't even get a shot. Like I'm just trying to get these stupid. Cokeheads out here that we call keep turning the ball over out here. We just running up and down the court. Right and mind you, he told he told coach, put me in, in the most important seven minutes of like, the half. That means you might start the game first seven minutes and play the first seven minutes. You might not get back in the game until the last seven minutes of the game. And like you just said, you gotta get out there and now find a rhythm just like that. Like, ain't no time for you to kind of get your legs warmed up. We need you ready to go right now. And that's what he was able to do. He was able to put them in playoff contention with just playing 14 minutes a game uh, once he came. I think that was amazing. I'm glad we had. Do you have anything you want to add about them Celtics? It's just funny to me. When we talk about competition, right, a guy can go out and score 63, right? Yeah. And still lose a game. And we'll sit here and talk about those players who just won the game, like the game is just one sided. That's 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 what baffles me in a sense. So we can say, oh, they all four slow guys, whatever, whatever. But let's not forget, they getting buckets on the other end. Oh man, because right. they did score one hundred and forty some points. Kevin I mean, McHale's nickname is the man with a thousand moves. It don't matter how slow he is. They the man had, with a thousand moves. They had chemistry. You got to keep these Celtics, these Celtics in 86 had gone to battle with the Lakers in 84 and 85 for that title. And if I'm not mistaken, 81? 81 or 82. Yep. I think 82. One of them. 82, they might. Basically, I know the, say, the Sixers beat them out in uh, 83. We ain't talking about. We ain't talking about like four random. We're not talking street. So that's the proven Celtic squad. Yes. Yeah. Experienced Celtic. How many Hall of Famers? Mo? Four. Four of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Big four. Man. So basically, what we telling y'all folks who, because I know what you're doing, you riding LeBron's jock. You're trying to diminish the role or the excellence that is Michael Jordan to try to to uplift LeBron. Stop doing it. When LeBron not even Kobe Bryant. 
If you if, right. if that's what you really but that, but do, I digress. All I gotta I say is Nike lost money because LeBron lost the dog on Rashard and he do Turkaloo and them. <laughs> White out and them and all that. Hey, wait a minute, because Mo was on that team. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, hey. No, nah, but I'm just talking though. I'm, I'm just, just talking. saying. No, no, like, they they got busted up. Nike Nike was banking on like yeah. it's gonna be like yeah. 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 yeah, they had the commercials out with Kobe, with the Kobe. yeah, with the puppets and all and that. If, really, if that's what y'all, if that's what y'all really doing, those people who are doing that, do me a favor, Kick. slap yourself. Uh, <laughs> next time, next time. Look, um, I do want to hit this. Uh, I was gonna take a break, but I do want to hit this. All right, so biggest thing that come out of though, Scottie Pippen's money. Mm. Show seven was, years, eighteen million. I thought it was show, sixteen. Show. It was eighteen. He was eighteen million. I thought it was seven years, eighteen million. Seven okay. years, eighteen million. And then in his last year, it was two point nine. Now, so yeah, because he got the money up front. Yeah. Now Scotty came from Hamburg, Arkansas. Big family. His father had a stroke. He was in a wheelchair. Brother had a wrestling accident while he was in junior, I believe. He was a uh, Paralyzed and, and 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 stuck in a wheelchair as well. So you have two family members who are handicapped. You got a nice sized family, and you're basically the breadwinner for everybody. So I understand having to secure the bag. I definitely at the time it made sense. And at the time, the league wasn't paying like but, talking about it. But I do want to bring this up because here, I'm gonna give y'all some, and I'm gonna let y'all chime after this. But here's something that's very interesting. First thing they said was, Scott was making two point nine or something like that million dollars that year. He was the sixth highest paid player on the team. Some people were saying he was the second best player in the league that year. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I would say he was the second most important player. I'm not gonna say he was the second best player, but what they didn't tell you know, everybody was paying attention. Jordan was making thirty three million. Jordan making 33 million. What they didn't tell you was Jordan had just came off of an eight-year $25 million mm-hmm. deal yeah, that as, was... the, as the number one guy. What they also, I know they tried to explain it, but you have to understand when these contracts is TV money yeah. involved. Well, the NBA back in the 80s was videotaped and we watched it the day after it happened. Yep. Uh, so they had just started coming off of the videotape era. Things would start to be played live, but the deals hadn't been set. The TV money was coming, mm-hmm. so Scotty's agent and Scotty weren't aware of that. I blame the agent for that part, of Me course, too. because too. you need to know every aspect of this now. If you are adjusting the way that things are being viewed, people are watching me play live. Don't you know that cable companies are making money? You don't think that as the NBA players and their likeness are going to get paid off of this? Your agent was terrible. That's just my mm-hmm. opinion. But the TV money came, and that's how Jordan was able to line up. Let me go ahead and get that one year real quick. Phil said, I can demand this and this next because I got titles under my belt. Mm-hmm. But Scotty was locked under his. Now, people are saying Jerry Reinsdorf should have renegotiated that because he, he should have got it. But he should have. Though. They were also saying Mike should have spoke up for him, should have went to bad for him. You don't let your man go out like that. Or even tell him, hey, take ten million out of mine, give it to him, so he's straight. About so, that part, let me just say this real quick. I've heard this from another athlete, um, Hugh Douglas. Yeah, 
He said it himself, and I firmly believe this. You do not count another man's pockets. Thank you. You do not count another man's pockets. Thank you. Michael Michael Jordan was not supposed to know how much Scotty was getting paid unless Scotty told him. I'm not I can't step up and go to bat for nothing for nobody about their pockets if I don't know about what it. What you negotiate with your agent with the owner of the team is supposed to be between you, your agent, right. and them. That's a tough thing to do though now. Cause I mean now your money's it's put out in the public. Everybody knows what you're making. Yeah, you know, but for, at the for same those time, people, you know. So if I say <clears throat> this contract ain't good for you. I wouldn't recommend you. Now, now one thing I will say about Ryan though, I wouldn't even make that offer. He was honest. That offer was insulting. Yeah. So there should not have been an <clears throat> offer on the table that low for Scotty. Did he make the, the offer or did your general manager make the offer? Well, it's still his money. And it is his money. And then I got a question. So even if the GM what? make the offer, but were they, but were they aware? So, but were they aware of where the NBA was going? Yeah, they knew. They knew. They knew the TV money was coming. That's why he was telling them this is a bad deal. Because again, if it was no money to be looking forward to, you just think it just year by year increase. I mean, like I said, Mike as a number one and really the top player in the league was eight year twenty five million. That's why I asked that. So it was because like, eight, it was years, so 20, eight years twenty five for Mike, seven years eighteen for, for Scotty. It's kind of you know comparable. neck and neck. For a one if and they two? if yeah. they don't know where the league going. You know what I'm saying? I, I can understand it but if, that's they, why if Mike they're not aware. My but, contract's up. I want thirty. Here go the thing. Okay, X amount of dollars. But to, to comment on what you what you what you just said, well, I I, I think that's a, that's in terms of Ryan's door. No, he he honestly he did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Your job as a business owner is to get the most yep. from the least. Well, if I can if I can get the best out of you for only this amount. You did your job. Hey, dog, you but, if you're gonna but, take it, but, I mean, like I said, that's your when when they negotiate contracts. It's the reason why they don't they don't negotiate with the players. They they negotiate with the with, agent. with the agent. Yeah. I call your agent and say this is my offer. If your agent take it, okay, I'm over here doing the happy dance because but it's, I know but it's, but it's, but it's, I know but it's another it's another faction to being a, a owner though. You also don't wanna. Lower the morale of your business because you have some people that's some players that's getting paid X amount, and then some players that are equally as important getting paid X. Like that's just like well, you I'm gonna be honest. You kill the morale when you look up and you see the number two player on the team is getting played. But that's but that's my I'm saying. But that's my point. That's my point. So on that team, he was the sixth highest paid player on the team, but he's the Jordan don't win six without Scotty. Right. Jordan don't win six without Scotty. You know, he the six low. He wait, don't win you know one, what? two, three, four, five. I'm saying, but that's my point. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. We're going to pause right there because I'm glad you're going. You're going into an area I, I'm so glad we're getting into. I really want to hit that. But what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, pee break, get some water, re-up on your beer, whatever you're doing. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> wash your hands. You ain't got time to wash it behind, but when we're done, you better. When we get back, we're going to really wrap this thing up with a pretty bow on it. Stay tuned. It's UGSK. You know what it is. At this time, we're taking a break from the Underground Sports King show that I do hope you're enjoying to bring you 
other podcasts that you might be interested in. With that being said, this is a black media movement, so allow me to introduce to you Black With No Chaser podcast that is hosted by TK, Tyrus Kennedy. We also have the Shade and Shit Talking podcast hosted by TK himself as well. Next, we have the Unapologetic Experience hosted by Mr. Jarius Thomas. And Mr. Jarius Thomas and TK, they combine to make the culture sports. That's right, and occasionally if you pay attention and listen closely, occasionally the one and only Wolster might make an appearance. Oh, Lord, what they gonna do with it? And uh, finally, we have the I Am Wolf podcast. All shows are available on all major platforms. Make sure you continue to support the black media movement as we continue to support and bless you. Thank you. We love you. Hello world, we are back for the final segment of the Underground Sports Kings. Kale. Yep, yep. Rose Mo. The one with the flow. DT. What's up? Yeah, the most is in the building. We out here, we ready to wrap this thing up. The last dance is what we are talking again. You can find the Underground Sports King as well on Anchor, Spotify, uh, hopefully a billboard near you, Netflix. You know, we're just dreaming big. Anyway, uh, with that being said, the last dance, man. We were talking about Scottie Pippen's contract. Um, I wanted to bring up something that seems to be a little sensitive. So, Scotty made it known. I'm holding off on his ankle surgery because I'm mad at y'all over my money. I'm holding off on his ankle surgery. He didn't have it until October, which is seasonal. <laughs> and he looked square in the camera. I ain't even missed my money. My summer up. He, he said that. Now, his thing. Jordan was like, Scott was being selfish. Steve Kerr came out recently and said, me and some other players don't agree with Jordan on that. Didn't feel like Scott was being selfish. Say, uh, we knew his situation financially. We knew where, where he stood with, with uh, management. We knew uh, we supported him. We didn't really feel like he was being selfish. Who you rolling with on this? MJ, Steve Kirk. Let's go round table. Start with you, DT. I'm not gonna necessarily say he was being selfish. Um, what I think more than anything else is he was he was wrong, and why he was wrong. I get your money and everything is is, is wrong. It ain't right. Should have been getting paid more. I I 100% agree. However. For every man that's listening to this show, let me tell you this right now. Number one code for all men is you stand behind your word. Whatever you say you're going to do, you do it. It's that simple. That is the number one rule of manhood. Young blue said, I got Here. all I got is my word. What's my father's my word. That's it. That's, and that's Easy. all, as a man, that's all you are born with is that. If you can't, if I can't believe what you say, right off the bat, as a man, I'm not going to deal with you. So the moment you sign that contract, whether it was right, wrong, indifferent, or whatever, at this point, I got to stand behind what I did. And I'm going to put it all out here because this is the decision that I made. I can deal with the BS later. But right now, stand behind, stand behind your word. Do what you need to do to get out there on the court. So you rocking with Jordan on this? I, yes. Yeah, I mean, and 
And I'm going to say that too because again, remember, remember, seven years, 18 million trash contract. For Jordan, they say he's making 33 that year. Jordan has just come out of an eight year, $25 million contract. So he had a trash contract as well. He played his out. Kale, got you. Oh man, you know I'm rocking the same way. Like, uh, at the end of the day, you're the captain of your own ship. You sign a deal, you do the deal, you do the bid, you know? That's just what it is. Like, I understand all the, you know, semantics and everything behind it. I could be, right. you know, empathetic to your situation, but at the end of the day, I'm going to hold you accountable for what you signed up for. Right. And so I expect nothing less. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. They respect on that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much synonymous. Hey, listen, so my thing is, Jordan did sign an eight-year 25 mil. But what year did he sign that contract? What was that? Oh, that was when he signed the eight-year 25? Mm-hmm. Okay. He came off his rookie deal, I believe, at that point. Okay. Okay, so yeah. So, well, the point I was going to make, it don't hold no weight. Because I was going to say that Jordan signed his contract before that the, the increase, before the, the TV money was going to come. But it was like right before the TV money came. He, 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 it just so happened to play out. But again, yeah. Jordan had David Falk for an agent. David yeah. Falk was an, he was a ball yeah. when it came down to getting them contracts right. Yeah. So, you know, when, when you're out looking for the best dollar, you got to make sure you got to have the best representation. So, I'm going to tell you this. I don't feel like Scotty was selfish. I feel like Scotty was self-centered. He wasn't thinking about the team. He was thinking about himself. So, I don't know if that falls under selfish. But I feel like he was self-centered. At that point, he wasn't thinking about nobody but himself. Let me get y'all. Something about him and his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his family. Yeah. Which, Which I can I can definitely understand. That that. Make him selfish. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just more I focused he, on. He, he had me. a narrow mind. He wasn't yeah. making big picture on that. But I'm gonna give y'all a perspective that I don't think people I haven't. I listened to some other sports shows just to see if anybody would say, I didn't hear this. But I think the closest I heard was Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shay Shay, say, uh, he said skip. No, I ain't gonna do that. No, he said uh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> this is skip, skip. <laughs> he said no. He said um, Michael Jordan was upset about it. He said you can be both right and wrong in the situation. You you can agree with both. He said I think two things can exist, coexist on this one. He said uh, I feel like you can be Steve Kerr and be cool with Pippen and understand his plight and understand the situation and everything, but you can also Michael Jordan could be right in this situation because. His reputation was on the line. I said, that was close, but not really what it was. I said, it's not just a reputation. And he called Mike. I said, he was selfish for thinking about a reputation. They said it in the documentary. When everything went wrong, who did it always fall back on? Michael Joy. All right. So, if we're supposed to be doing this as a team, all right, it's four of us here. But if you decide, nah, I'm not doing this today. That means somebody else got to carry your weight. Because the weight is still there. Somebody else has to carry your weight. Now, because of that, out of the three of us, let's say you, because you actually have his name, you Michael Jordan kills. So, let's let's say you Michael Jordan, okay? So, we still have the same weight minus a person mm-hmm. that we have to carry, but you Michael Jordan. So, that means I ain't got to carry what you carry. Mm-mm. And he ain't got to carry what you carry. Taking all that Everything fall back on you. So, if that's the case, don't you have a right to be pissed? Definitely. Don't you have a right to say, yo, you being kind of selfish in this thing? Yeah. Because yeah. 
this is supposed to be a team, and but it's a team led by us too. Because and when you not here, it all gonna fall back on you. Yeah, because so you didn't even think about what you was doing to your team. You ain't think about what you doing to your partner in crime because we supposed to be Batman and Robin. Because, in this because thing. when you talk about the Bulls, you talk about Mike and Pippen, Mike and Scotty. Like, everybody knows that Mike wouldn't have did it without Scotty. Scotty wouldn't have did it without Mike. So when you think about the legacy of the Bulls, you think about both of them boys. And just a side note, Scotty the reason that Steve Kerr got stole on. <laughs> <laughs> That had to been the that had to been the season because Mike was just mad, arguing with everybody okay, in practice, doing all that. Scotty the reason my uh, Steve hey, Kerr got Mike, Mike was like, I had to make my voice yeah, go loud. Here, here go the thing, and you know what? Um, it's funny because I feel like we, I feel like we just actually had this situation, something very similar, come up with the Draymond Green thing. Right. The issue is because you're not here. Who you think gonna have to answer these questions? Because remember, in that, in in that, in the the, I think it was the second episode, there was a moment where you got all these reporters around Michael Jordan, and they asking him about Scotty, and Jordan say, "Y'all want to know about the game, or y'all want to know about Scotty?" And if y'all want to know about Scotty, go ask Scotty. So that therein lies Jordan' issue. Like because of this, it ain't just it's not just the on the court stuff I gotta deal with. I gotta, I gotta come up with six, you know. Somehow we gotta come up with six extra assists. We gotta come up with, you know, eight extra rebounds, probably four extra steals, and another, to another eighteen points. to twenty extra points. All that is one thing, but once we get off this court, I just dropped forty nine points. We won by ten. And the first question that come to me is, "Hey, Jordan, so what do you think about Scotty's contract? Look, I, hey, bro, this ain't no. And then, no, what, no. You, then what you gotta think about is at that point. The Bulls were losing. Right. So yeah. Jordan oh definitely don't want to talk about that Scotty. When they showed him, he, he was in the, in the triangle, facing the, he's in the post apparently, facing the basket. And he's looking for somebody to move. No. Nah, and nobody. No, nah, he, he wasn't in the post. He was he was he was like on the wing kind of in the middle baseline. Right. He had the ball, he had the ball pumped, and he just he just looked and was like, man, this is like Ain't if, nobody moving. If a fa- <laughs> if a if facial expressions could talk. That right there said, man, what in the hell? Kills. What's an offense where your players ain't moving? It's called ISO. <laughs> <laughs> ISO ball. It's, you against the world. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And I can tell you right now, because I ran a, matter of fact, no. Me and Mike, first year coaching, we ran a version of the triangle. There is no play in a triangle offense where ain't nobody moving. Yeah. I mean, he it don't look, happen. He let Jordan, it, bro. Jordan looked like, man, this is some bull. <laughs> Somebody yeah. called the time out. And honestly, in the history and in the history of basketball, no team with two all stars or superstar players win when one of them not playing. So that's just in like case, that's no. just like Kobe winning three without Shaq, or Shaq winning Kobe, Shaq winning three without Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Or or LeBron. We saw it when LeBron lost Kyrie. They lost. Yep. When LeBron, when LeBron had with the Lakers, yeah, when, Le, when LeBron got Kyrie back, they won. Like it's like it's just it's a it's you go, need that Batman. You and Robin. need that right. Batman and Robin. Even when you do got two two great players, they still might lose. So just imagine how it is That's with one player. The Pistons, three four All Stars, they lost to the Bulls. Yeah, 
So I'm glad you're right here because I want to bring up this going to actually be our last one before we we're going to actually play a new game we got here on UGSK. Uh, but before we get to that, I'm glad you mentioned the Batman arrival. After we saw when Mike went through in the early parts of his career, and then we saw the growth and maturation of Scottie Pippen mm -hmm. to evolve into the player who he became. Who he became. Do you see, or did it give you a little more insight, DT, uh, as far as Mike and Scotty, the Batman and Robin? Do you, do you have any uh, a more appreciation for them now? Well, I I don't think I could ever have more appreciation for them because um, we you know we we talk about we talked about it you know during the break, but in my personal opinion, you know Jordan, great best player. In that in the era where he played, he was the best player out there. And you look through the nineties. To me, is Jordan best player? Behind him is Akeem Olajuwon. The third best player to me is Scottie Pippen. So I don't think they're like. I don't feel like you. I could have had more appreciation for him. What I did see from that was what it made me say. At at this point, is when I watch the NBA, y'all a bunch of suckers. Like yeah. <laughs> y'all a bunch of suckers. Simple as that. Like there, there is no duo you look at right now. Not, let's not even say right now. It's 2020. Let's say from 2010 all the way till 2020. There is no duo you look at and be like, man, that you know, that might be one of the top duos that's, of that's the next nah, Mike Scotty. None. No way. No, you definitely not looking at no Mike Scotty. You have anybody you could think of that might be close to Mike and Scotty. A one two punch. I With and, and obviously Kobe and Shaq would be it, but obviously Kobe and Shaq are two different positions on the court. Um, Scotty and Mike on wings, and just thinking about wings. You know what? I ain't the, making that difference. It's only one. Just, just the wings. I'm saying, but it's only it's only one duo, right? Mm -hmm. uh, KD has got to be like no, KD and Steph, uh, but that, it ain't for, for me to look at Mike and Scotty. It had to be Kawhi and PG. Nah, I'm nah, saying, nah, what I'm saying is, nah, but no, nah. I, but this is what I'm looking at: two lockdown defenders. Kawhi game is patterning after Jordan game. Back to the basket, fade away. He get to the cup. He play hella D, and then right. you got a six ten wing like Scotty no, that's got, gonna slap the floor and sit down in the chair. The I'm makeup. not saying, I'm, yeah, I'm not, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the makeup. About the makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not saying that. Also. I'm not saying that. PG and Scotty, because they ain't even played enough games this year. Yeah, but I'm saying, but the makeup if they if they together for five seasons, they'll gel more together because they they haven't even played a full season together. What what every duo would be missing, and honestly, I would say the closest you could probably come up with is probably LeBron and D Wade. But what all of them are missing is them two off the bat. They were killers, man. Yeah, they just they had that something extra. I always tell people when, when the conversation about LeBron and Jordan come up, I always say, dude, LeBron don't have, he don't have that no, killing no. Yeah, He don't have it. No. Like, he has I, the it factor to be the most popular. He has the skill set to be, he's a he's a souped up. I know at, at one point I was saying, you could say LeBron was the combination of Magic, if Magic and, and, and Mike had a baby. It's more like a Scotty and Mike. 
But I mean, Scotty and Magic kind of did. My thing is, I remember um, there was a reporter. He was talking to Nick Saban. He asked Nick Saban a question, and if you don't, if you don't really love winning, you have no idea what this, what that question was really about. He asked him, "Do you like winning more than you hate losing?" And Nick Saban was like, "Nah, winning, winning is that's that's blase, really. I hate losing." Yeah. See, when you hate losing, that means you will do anything in your life to not, not lose. to lose. Yeah. Like I can I can win a thousand games, lose one, and lose my mind. That's just like that's lose just, my mind. That's just like you go eighty one. You go eighty one and one. What, you know eighty one games. You won eighty one games, and you that one. Yeah, but that one loss gonna hurt you way more than them eighty them eighty one that, wins. That's kind of like if you was Randy Moss and they bring up Tom Brady and mm-hmm. you can sit and talk about all the records and then he had all the wins. Yeah, but that one loss, like, yeah. I, it was quick, the most painful loss. Quick story, Mike. Mike know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, as as coaches, me and Mike. Well, when we were at McKeechan, sixth grade, seventh grade, won back to back championships. Right. Seventh grade, we went we went undefeated. Now, I've done been fairly successful in my coaching life. You know the out of all that, you know a game that stands out to me? When we were at Hiram, we lost to South Cobb in in overtime. Mm-hmm. And I've always asked myself as a coach, if I'm ever put in a position where I'm up two with a couple of seconds to go. Or I'm up three with a couple seconds to go. Do I foul or do I play it out? As a as a coach, I decided to play it out. A three pointer tied the game. I end up losing in overtime. I still remember that game, and that game drives me crazy. Yeah. That was that was a bunch of fifth graders against against yeah, sixth graders, was. and that game drives me crazy because I always ask myself, should I have fouled? <laughs> should I have fouled? So that's somebody who hate losing. Jordan hated yeah. losing. So I, so I look at, I look, I don't even look at Jordan and Pippen like a, like a, like a Batman Robin, because Robin game, Robin everything was predicated off Batman. You gotta look at him as like Batman and Superman. I like look, no, I, I look at him as Batman and Iron Man. Both of them are built off their. Both of them have their own set, just like Liam Nelson. I have a unique set of, of, of qualities. That's gonna make it tough on you. Jordan did what he did. Scotty did what he did. I feel like Scotty is the Iron Man. Jordan is the Batman, or whichever your preference is. Right. You like got to look at them as two because, major superheroes. Because we've saw both of them hold their own. Yes. Without the other. Right. Well, look, we dumb down to the last two minutes of the show. Uh, I'm gonna say Jordan the Superman because I actually saw him fly. But anyway, <laughs> this one is gonna be a game called Batman. Batman, and Batman fly too. Hey, Amen. <laughs> But anyway, uh, this one we're gonna call pick and roll. You gonna set a hard pick on this one or you gonna roll with it? Yeah, man. Alright, so 97-98 season was Scotty the second best player in the NBA. Pick a roll, DT. You can set a he hard wasn't. He set, wasn't. Setting a hard pick he, on that? Yeah. Yeah, uh, nah, he wasn't he wasn't the second best player in the NBA. Kills. Pick a roll. It's tough. Um, but I'm a it's too tough for me to so I'ma just I'ma just pick, man. I'm gonna set a pick on that one. What about you? Rose. Yeah, I'm gonna pick on that. 
Yeah, I think we're gonna have we're gonna be unanimous on that. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna yeah. set set hard picks on that. No disrespect again. No, you say he should have been like a major superhero roller. Still, yeah. I just can't say he was the second best. Is this, this dude in Houston that had this dream? Yeah, man, so look uh, <laughs> All right. Um, after what you've seen through the first two seasons, you saw Phil Jackson was told, "I don't care if you go eighty-two and oh, mm, 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 slap you slap. ain't coming back." Mm, 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 Scott is holding out due to ankle surgery, off fighting over money. Uh, after knowing these things, I know some of you probably knew already, but just witnessing from behind the scenes, we're gonna start with you, Kels. Phil Jackson, best best uh, head coach of all time. Oh yeah, definitely. You gonna roll with gonna, that? Yeah, I'm roll, I'm roll with that. The best of all time. Best of all time. Yeah, I'm gonna pick on that one. I'm setting a hard pick on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm setting a hard pick on that. DT, what you think? I'm setting a standing still brick wall pick on that. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? I'm going to roll with it, bro. You got to be able to manage them egos. Like, for Man. I, if I could, look. All right. So, top, top notch call. You can say I'm McLaren, right? Yeah. You got to be able to handle that thing. Man, listen. Look, I can, you can get out here and say, I can beat anybody with you with this whip. But you can't do it if you can't man, drive that whip. And, you, and Phil Jackson, man, put Phil Jackson on. He can actually handle it. What I'm saying is, put Phil Jackson put on the Washington Bullets. <laughs> And he will win 40 games. Uh, hey, 40 had, games is good for watching the Bullets. Okay. Would he win a ring put with Rudy the Bullets? Let me tell you, nobody is winning a ring without the players. The players run this game. That's why I don't feel, uh, that's why I, me personally, I don't, I feel like. Uh, Larry group. Brown won a championship with. Hey, tell me, I don't know. He ain't had no superstars. I, I, but, no, so, no okay, superstars. I'm not, no saying, I'm not saying they weren't good, but mind you. They were Matter of fact, hold on. No superstars, no egos. And your team on the opposite side was completely full of egos. With Scott, without you, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, they had, Jack Cole, hey, they no, didn't like no. each other. Those are names. Is but there, Gary Payton no, and Malone, but if I'm, Malone's if, decent. If Gary I'm Payton, say, you know what I'm saying? That's how the Pistons won there. They didn't. If I'm going to say, you know, a great greatest coach of all time, you know, as a, as a Western Conference rival, I hate that team, but I respect what that man do. That's that man out there in San Antonio. That's the greatest. That's the greatest coach of all time. All right. To me, hands down. So, Rose, six championship. Jordan was thirty four. Robin was thirty six. Pippen was thirty two. Blow it up. That's what Jerry Cross wanted to do. He wanted to blow Man, it up. I'm getting a moving screen. <laughs> I don't care. If you try to move around. I'm picking all around this court. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped. I'm saying moving screen. I can tell you right now. That's for oh me. my it's god. All right. that, yeah, it's all over. Yeah. Man, they don't want this thing ever. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how anybody can roll. That's why I'm trying to figure out what was Jerry Ryan doing. You can't roll. What was he it. thinking? I'm, hey. I'm, Jerry Ryan's are like, well, I'm rolling to the bucket with this one, baby. Uh-huh. Nope, nope. Hey. <laughs> Back here. For Ryan's door, and if nothing else, I gotta say, you know what, man? I respect you because that was. You pulled, he pulled a real G card right there. That's some real gang stuff. Like, I know my home. I know my partner wrong. Yeah. I know he shouldn't have but done what he did. But I'm going to rock with him. Right? That, right. That's my G. I'm going to go, I'm going to rock with him. Not right right but when we get back to the house, I'm going to tell you about I'm going to have to beat you up. Because yeah. you just put me in a bad position. Not only is he wrong, but he like going to make the dumbest mistake in sports history. Yeah. My, but look, I'm going to rock with you. Hold on. What's crazy, though, about all of that is the year that he, after he decides to blow it up, people, y'all, go and look this up right now. The year after he blows it up, 
Jordan shows up at a Bulls at a Bulls practice and beats everybody in there on one on one. Oh no, they wouldn't draft. Shut him down. Corey Benjamin and Kraus said he's gonna be the next Jordan. He yeah, showed up, that. took the shirt off, kept sweats on, beat the brakes off of Corey Benjamin. Mind you, Nobody cool knows coach, is. cool coach is on a bike in the background laughing like y'all. y'all <laughs> not. He had he had one particular play where he literally Jordan literally told him. Come here, let me show you what you were trying to do. And took him down there into the post and used the fadeaway. That's what you were trying to do, young man. Don't be looking around. Ain't no cameras out here. No, you get this work right now. Let me give you the last one, last one. All right, so, yeah, it came out. Draft night, Pippen was almost traded for T-Mac. Hard mm. picker, you rolling with it, buddy. You start. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, this is what I, 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 I say this. As great of a scorer that T Mac was, he wasn't Pippen. He was not Pippen. Oh, if he wasn't the closest you know thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, but as great of a scorer that he was, he wasn't Pippen. I don't feel like I'm picking I'm picking just because I don't feel like T Mac would have jailed with Jordan the way that Scotty did. Cause Scotty was cool with taking the the inferior role to Jordan. I don't see T Mac. I don't see T Mac playing second fielder to nobody. Well, he told them folks. He told he told them folks get rid of my cousin. <laughs> get rid of my cousin. Well. I don't care nothing about it. Get rid of him. <laughs> well, you think he's gonna play second fielder to Jordan? Come that on, man. man. Hey. hey. Get Vince up out of here. What you got? What you got? Get Vince up out of here. Hold on, hold on. We got it. We got it. Chaos, what you got, man? Pick I, I'm going to take an interesting approach to this, man. I'm, I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling roll with it because you got to think about it. If you was already talking about trying to blow it up, right? Right. Pippen is getting older. T-Mac, young cat, getting ready to come in. He was straight out of the head. Jordan already talking about he leaving. Like, you got to have something. And, and we to my second fiddle. He ain't gonna have to play second but fiddle. He's about to be the only one nobody. there. That's true. Like, you, you listed some of the players that had, what, 2000? I was yeah. like, they had nobody. nobody. They had Jamal Crawford. Not even close young. to a T Mac level. Not just let alone Jordan Mercer. Yeah, that's not even nobody. close to a T Mac level yeah. at all. Hey man, he might have kept Jake Will off the bike. You know what I'm he, saying? Jake Will might still be playing right now. He go. He go to one thing. I will say, I'm gonna agree with Mike. I'm gonna actually roll with it, and this is why. If you actually go back and look, after they won that sixth championship, Pippen was never actually the same. Nah, cause he uh. We went to Portland. No, no he, went he, to, he went to he went to he went to Houston first. Yeah, he went he to Houston first. Six to seven million dollars in Houston. Yeah, went to Houston first, yeah. and then went and then went to Portland. But he was never actually the same after that. What, so we could possibly average, say I think when he got to Houston, he what like player? 14, what player? Did, 14, what player 15? did he not like on Houston team? Because I, every time I hear about him going to Houston, they always bring up that he went over there. I don't know if it was a playoff. It was Rudy. It might have been Rudy. My, I, I think it was. Right. I know that. Yeah, they were saying that he shouldn't have went because he had some conflict and interest with somebody on his so team. I, so if you look at it from that perspective, yeah. it's not like they would. Chances are, it ain't like they would have had to mesh together. I mean, you got to think about it. This is T Mac as a as a rookie, eighteen yeah. years. He's old, not yeah. going. He ain't finna come into the league like, oh, give me the ball. I'm this. I'm that. Nah, he eighteen. It, is, it would have took him a couple of years to get to, get to that yeah. point. But he had so for that him. reason, you basically saying you you basically talking about pairing him up with a young 
version of Scottie Pippen. Okay. A young version of Scottie Pippen. Not the Scott, not the Scottie from 90, 92, 93, 94. Not that Scottie. We talking about 88 Scottie. Yeah. Yeah. We talking yeah, about yeah. that that that's what, you know, he would have been or I, I guess you could say like his second to last year in college type of Scotty would have been T Mac. I'm gonna stick to I'm gonna stick to my I'm gonna stick to my guns with y'all trying to persuade me to roll <laughs> and shoot that pill. Andy, man. I I just, hey man, man. Just, let me let me tell you though, bro. Yeah, honestly, either way it goes, it's not gonna work. Whether you pick it or you're gonna roll with it. Phil gone. They brought in Tim Floyd. <laughs> I don't think Tim Floyd is gonna groom Tracy the way he needed to be. Yeah. There was there would have been no like he had veteran leadership in Toronto. Yeah. Who was his veteran leadership gonna be? Because of Rodman, Pippen, and Jordan were gone. Yeah, the only way that's gonna work if Jordan stayed. They really blew that thing yeah. up. Um so I mean like you could say talent for talent. Hey, I would love to, I would have went ahead and made that move for for Pippen. Um I'd have rolled that because I mean thirty two versus eighteen, shh. Is Even it? though they both had back issues later on in their yeah. But yeah, I'm I, I could have if, if the whole point is to go younger, that's why I'm rolling. But but if I don't make this move, what exactly am I losing? Wait, T Mac was drafted in ninety seven or what? He was drafted. Yeah. So that that would have been their last year. That would have been last year. They were still trying to matter of fact, I'm sorry. Phil was still was. gonna be there. It was the Pip just would have been out surgery. Yeah. Because they couldn't get rid of it. He wanted yeah. to trade him for Even that. Then, it's, like I said, but Jordan is the one who nixed. Jordan said I'm not doing that. You're not, you're not doing it, and that's that's another thing too. That probably would have been like a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers kind of deal. He, I don't think he would have mentored Tracy. Nah, I, because I that's not. I mean, he of course he, he was 34, bro. He was not in the position because the way Tracy actually played the game was. I'm well, ready to take your role. He somewhat mentored. Kobe. I'm not here to take Pippen, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm But he somewhat so mentored you Kobe. Show you need to show me. He mentored Kobe. <laughs> is Kobe it, is it the way Kobe went about it? Kobe went about it because he wouldn't leave Jordan alone. Like he Jordan himself said, he nagged yeah. me. Right. But Kobe was, he taught him. He was self-taught. He went and watched film on everybody, old and. That's because Kobe had Kobe had the Kobe had the one thing that makes him closer to Jordan than everybody else, and that's a will and a, a, a will. And mentality to win and be great, just like Jordan. Just period. Yeah, yeah. Just period. Great period. I just, I just, I, I want to be look, the best. The last forty-five seconds of this show, uh, Rose, hey man, brother, we did it again. We did it again, man. You got any words for the people? Man, listen to the podcast, man. Pop you some popcorn, you know. Do whatever you do. Get your cold. Make sure you wash your hands before you touch your phone, man, or anybody else. Or anybody else. Don't be coughing in nobody's <laughs> face. That'll get you beat up. Kales, got some final words for folks. Hey, man, just uh, listen, listen, listen. Share. In the car, wherever you at, at. Trust me, in the car is probably perfect, man, especially if you're on your way to work, if you're still going. On if the, not, I know you got some quiet time at the crib, so, hey. On the treadmill, get put on. the buzz in. You know what it is. DT. Man, I just, I, you know, off the rip, y'all y'all already know. Y'all listen listen to this, man. Share it. Listen to it two or three times. You're going and, and tell people about it. Other than that, man, I just want to thank y'all for having me on the show. Um, it was good to do it, even though, you know, after last week, I was determined not to ever talk to Mo again in life. Uh, you know, I'm a Magic fan, so I was really like, I ain't doing no show with him. Still not in my time. <laughs> nah, man. man hey, look your boy. You this boy, is, boy this, don't even understand that pink slip sitting on the way. Hey, on him. Therapeutic, man. <laughs> you know, we all, we all miss sports and just, you know, 
love everything it's about. So, hey, listen to it, man. You know, comment, send, 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 send your comments in, your questions or whatever in, into woe in the mo, man. Let them, let them know, like, you know, hey, we listening, we support it. Hey, it's what I thought. You know, it's a, it's an interactive show, man. You know, we ain't sports center. We gonna talk back. Oh yeah, that's what Facts. we do. And with that being said, you know, last week, Kels, we donned you, you GSK, you know, you family. DT, man, come on, man. You, come on. you already know, man. From get-go, man. I already know. I know what He's it officially, is. He's officially. I know what it is. UGSK. That's family right there, baby. Uh, on behalf of Rose Mo, I am Woe, of course. And uh, this is the Underground Sports King Show here on Anchor and whatever other platform you like. But with that being said, we out. Holla back. <laughs>